Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast. This is a very special edition episode, episode 232. We actually scrapped what we had planned for going out today because the last week of events that we have seen as it relates to police brutality, Black Lives Matter, and what we've seen in Minneapolis in response to the horrific murder of George Floyd at the hands of police requires a special response, I think. For those of you who have been listening for a long time to the podcast, you may have heard me share that here at Boss Up, we have long been, we have long strived, I should say, to be as inclusive and diverse as possible in what we do in every way that we do it, right? We want to be intersectional in our feminism. I have continued to learn and grow a lot and hopefully have uh, have shared a lot of those learnings and growth with you as as podcast listeners. But in the last week, I feel called to be more than just diverse and inclusive. This is actually something we've been thinking about for a long time at Bossed Up is how can we be more actively anti-racist? I've been reading How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi, which I strongly recommend, for a few months now, really since last year. And, and you can even hear in the episode I did with Amanda Montel the other week, talking about language and sexism as we started discussing race and and sort of our relationship to words. You could even hear there like my calling myself out a little bit by saying there's more that we can do. So this is it. This is us doing more. I want to share with you today, not just like a fist in the air, not just some hashtag, not just some viral meme that's a part of the optical allyship that we saw a lot of on social media this past weekend, which frankly left me feeling very uncomfortable and a little unsatisfied at like the performative art that has become allyship. We here at Bossed Up wanted to be really strategic and substantive and detailed in our decision-making process as a little team of three with me, a white woman at the helm of this organization We wanted to really come together, make a collective decision first thing Monday morning, which is what we did. It's Monday afternoon as I record this, with a plan for like substantive ways we are adjusting our entire business model. And to be honest, this is something we've been thinking about for a long time. But as of two weeks ago, I didn't think we'd have a business (laughs) in two weeks. It has been a very volatile time for everyone, for all of us. And of course... To be a person of color navigating a pandemic that is already disproportionately impacting and and killing black and brown folks in this country, it has been an incredibly stressful, troubling, traumatizing time that to see what these police officers did to George Floyd on camera, in broad daylight, without any remorse or shame, 
it totally makes sense why we're seeing the outrage that we're seeing. Now, should this be a surprise? No, not really. This kind of police brutality is sadly relatively routine. But the outrage and the outcry right now, I think, is actually, from an organizing perspective, a very strategic time. I'll withhold judgment on the rioting and the looting. It is not my place as a white person to even pass judgment for a second on what an appropriate response to 400 years of structural injustice would look like. I would caution fellow white folks from critiquing how the perfect way to perform radical uprising is, because guess what? No form of protest, as we saw in the NFL with Colin Kaepernick, is peaceful enough for folks to approve, for all people to approve. But it does make sense to capitalize on this weird, bizarre lack of news that we have right now. If you think about it from a strategic organizing standpoint, all that we've been seeing on the news for the past three months is pandemic related. People are fed up and sick and tired and over it. And this is a smart time to have this conversation. I think that's part of the reason it is being widely received. We are seeing so many people, white people in particular, on social media responding, reacting. And I want to be part of that. I just, I didn't want to rush to the fucking gram this weekend. Sorry. I didn't want to rush to Instagram to share in a tweet form my solidarity. I wanted to be thoughtful and I want to go beyond optical allyship to really culminate this conversation that we've been having at Bossed Up for a long time now, which is how does an organization like ours, founded by a white lady like me, yes, I am Latina, I am proud of my Colombian heritage, and racially, I am white. And we are all aware of that, right? How do we as Bossed Up, a company named after a hip-hop term, inspired by hip-hop and Black culture and the come-up story of hip-hop culture. I write in my book, quote, if anyone knows about rising up in the face of injustice and hardship, it's Black America. I think that's why hip-hop culture has gone so mainstream. It's telling the modern-day version of the American dream, right? We are inspired. I'm inspired by hip-hop. I have been for a long time. You know, we just named our leadership accelerator Level Up, inspired by Ciara. And I take seriously giving credit where credit is due, but also there's a lot more that I have to do to give back to all that Black culture has given us and given me personally. So we've written a plan. We've published our 2020 Diversity, Inclusion, and Anti-Racism Justice Plan today at Bossed Up. It's on the blog at bossedup.org slash episode 232. It is a work in progress. It is open for critique. I am inviting your feedback as listeners, as part of the Bossed Up community. You know, we've put a lot of energy and thought into this plan, but it is very much a living document. And I hope it's one that other business owners can actually use to apply to their own plans. Because I don't really care about solidarity in hashtag form. I'm sorry. I care about what is the sustainable strategy for incorporating recurring activism into the business model. And now that, thank God, our programs are selling again and this pandemic has not completely wiped out my business, which to be honest with you, I thought three weeks ago we might not still be here today. I'm proud to say we wanted to put thought and effort into this, this plan so that we can actually implement something meaningful. 
and do something meaningful in the face of a very overwhelming problem, a systemic problem. So I want to walk you through some of the plans we have. First and foremost, when it comes to representation, diversity, and inclusion, we have got to do better. I thought we were doing fine. I thought, you know, if you look at our panels that we host online, if you look at the trainers we feature at Boss Up Bootcamp, if you look at our podcast guests, I thought we were doing pretty well, but we can do better. In fact, we just did an audit of our podcast guests this year to date. We have room for improvement. Only 24% of our guests thus far, or five out of our 21 podcast guests this year thus far, are non-white, non-cis, non-straight folks. And that's not that great. So today we are committing in writing, publicly, proudly, and honestly, I'm, I'm kind of happy to have this moment of reckoning with our own values and how they are or are not measuring up to our actions. We are committing to ensuring that at least 40%, 40% of our featured podcast guests every year will be folks of color, folks in the LGBTQA community, and or folks with diverse abilities. We need to do better. We have room to improve. We can be thoughtful about this, and we are going to be more thoughtful about this. And the same thing holds true when it comes to our programming, Bossed Up Bootcamp and Level Up, our leadership accelerator in particular. I'm proud to say we've never hosted a bootcamp without featuring women of color trainers, but now we want to make that a formal commitment, a requirement of all of our in-person and online leadership development training programs. It was an informal requirement before, but we weren't really public or loud or proud about it. And today we're committing to ensuring that at least 25% of our featured trainers, either for online or in-person events, are always people of color, people in the LGBTQA community, and or people with diverse abilities. We're also loudly and proudly committing to what we were already practicing, but want to make sure it's explicit and something we can hold ourselves accountable to, which is equal pay for all of our featured trainers who we employ as contractors on a contract by contract basis to make sure that they're always offered and paid equally for their equal work. Similarly, beyond our paid programs, we often host public webinars and free online panels. Today, we're committing to ensuring that at least 25% of our featured speakers for any public panels or online training series are folks of color, folks in the LGBTQA community, and or folks with diverse abilities. And I should say that 25% is just the floor, and we are hoping to exceed that in everything that we do. Finally, Quotes, books, and resources. Representation matters, right? We have a robust presence on social media. We want to make sure, as we have sort of casually in the past, but now we want to make sure formally as we begin designing our annual life tracker planner for next year, and as we start planning out our social media quotes and recommended books and recommended podcasts, that we are always ensuring that at least 30% of authors and resources that we feature are folks of color, folks in the LGBTQA community, and or folks with diverse abilities. Now, one of the things you can already hear in this plan is that thinking through our racial justice plan has also made clear to us that we have room to improve when it comes to gay rights, when it comes to intersectionality across ability, across the spectrum of ability. And June being Pride Month, it's a good reminder for all organizations that are currently calling themselves in and out when it comes to racial justice can do the same when it comes to 
queer folks and non-binary folks and just thinking through how we're being intersectional across the sexual orientation spectrum as well. Now, there's a lot more written in the detailed report on our website today, but one of the biggest things I want to make sure we're doing loudly and proudly is giving credit appropriately. I already talked about the name bossed up being a hip hop term. I mention this almost every time I speak in front of an audience publicly on the keynote stage, but I haven't really said it loud enough or said it frequently enough in our online presence or in this podcast, which is a lot of our brand is inspired by hip hop. And we want to be clear and consistent in ensuring that our audience is aware of the origin stories of the terms that we use as part of our business practice. So that means citing original sources and authors when sharing quotes and inspired arts on social media through our products, which we also want to develop some more products for whom the profits will go straight to causes, which I'll get to in a second. But really, we just need to be better at consistently telling that story in an appropriate way. I also want to share with you some of the practices that we are deploying internally here at Bossed Up. These are practices I've always shared in my unconscious bias trainings for companies because it's grounded in research in terms of how to mitigate bias in the hiring process. So first and foremost, when it comes to hiring contractors and employees here at Boss Up, we are committed to equal opportunity and employing a diverse workforce, both when it comes to our full-time employees and our part-time contractors. And so to reduce unconscious bias in the hiring process, we are publicly committing to ensuring that all candidate pools for any and all open positions include interviewing at least 25% folks of color for any open position. So if we are hiring for a summer intern, a paid summer internship position, and we're interviewing 10 folks, we're going to make sure that at least three of those folks are folks of color, and we're going to do more to recruit actively to make sure that happens. Now, we have had a history of very diverse workforce here at Boss Up, but we want to just put this in writing so we have metrics to hold ourselves accountable to, and as our little team here grows, to make sure that we're all on the same page. Similarly, we've realized that while the individuals here, myself, Kirby, and Ellie have all done our own continuing education, we haven't really systematized that in our little team here. So as of today, we are committing to continuing the education of all of our employees together, especially as it relates to reducing bias, increasing inclusion, and better understanding our own privilege. So over the next year, we're committed to reading and listening and watching um, as well as discussing as a team the following resources, which are a great place to start, but are by no means exhaustive. One is How to Be an Anti-Racist, which I mentioned already, by Ibram X. Kendi. Next on my list is Me and White Supremacy by Layla F. Saad. Then the whole team is going to listen to the 1619 New York Times podcast, which I think I've already mentioned here before because I listened to it last year, and it's absolutely amazing not to be missed. I'm excited to read White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo, Code Switch, the NPR podcast, Selma, Ava DuVernay's incredible film that depicts the historical realities of the march in Selma, Alabama, which, by the way, if you want to take a historical look at police brutality, look no further than Selma. And then also Milk, the Harvey Milk story, as depicted via film by Gus Van Sant. We're excited to watch that together. And finally, Juliet Takes a Breath, 
A novel by Gabby Rivera about a queer Latinx young woman from the Bronx that we are excited to read together. So we've got our homework cut out for us. And our goal is to take part in each one of these, one per month, and then discuss as a team how it might inform our work. Now, finally, no plan is complete until we talk about accessibility. We are a small business, but we're a small business with a social mission. So we have to find the right balance between... And this is honestly the thing that has kept me up at night for like seven years. <laughs> Finding the right balance between running a sustainable, profitable business so that I can pay my employees a better than living wage, right? While giving valuable resources away for free, regardless of folks' financial ability to pay. And to be honest, this has not been an easy balance to strike, especially lately because running a small business lately has just been a real cluster in a lot of ways. But we have three main kinds of clients that we serve and our services and products really divide into those three main product lines, products for job seekers, products for those seeking leadership development and offerings for teams and companies who want to invest in diversity and inclusion efforts at their place of work. So part of my philosophy on this has been to give as much away for free that we can to our job seekers and our individuals who are navigating leadership development by essentially funding all that work, including this very podcast you're listening to, by the work that companies pay me big dollars for, like my public speaking work. Now, that's been upended completely because public speaking has disappeared in the last two months. So just for our very like survival, if I'm being honest with you, we've had to reevaluate and pivot and figure out how we can stay afloat and also keep having the great impact that our work has. So the way that we have landed on this is what I call diversification through pricing, meaning we have a 71-page completely free downloadable job search guide that you've heard a lot about, I'm sure, on this podcast. And we have our paid job search accelerator, Hired. Everything we do here at Boss Up, we try to have a free, high-quality something to give to you and to give to folks who cannot afford more than that. And for those who have the financial means and want to go deeper, a paid program that they can opt into. So that is our underlying philosophy of diversification through pricing. That being said, we can do better, period. We can do better. We know we can do better. And we're challenging ourselves today publicly to do better. So what does that look like? Today we are announcing the development of, I wouldn't say they're like completely ready for prime time, but scholarship programs specifically designed for folks of color facing financial hardship. We are going to, through a nomination process, and the details on this are still TBD. Check the written report. Maybe after I record this podcast, I've, we've had time to iron out some of these details. But when it comes to our leadership accelerator level up, when it comes to hire our job search accelerator, we want to create space for scholarship recipients for folks of color in particular who cannot otherwise afford these more premier offerings of ours to take part in them. So throughout the remainder of the year, we will be rolling out application processes to bring back scholarships to the bossed up business model, which frankly we had. And until we had to really upend our business model in the last six months, they went away. <laughs> so 
this is our time to bring those things back and to bring them back with a lens of anti-racism. Because there's a lot of ways we could run these scholarship programs, but I think it's important to run them in a way that specifically gives back to women of color. So that is what we are doing today. I know that's vague. There are lots more details to be determined, but it is long overdue for us to bring back a scholarship program and we're doing it right now. I can't say I have the answers right now on where to go to learn more about that, but the report is actually a doc, a, a living, breathing Google doc that we are using internally and sharing via bossup.org slash episode 232 publicly today. All right. The last two elements of this, which I think are some of the most important elements of this, is a financial give back slash sustainable social enterprise structure. Bossed Up is a small business. We're an LLC. I have to say in the last two years, I have learned more about financial literacy than I ever thought possible. I did not have a business degree when I started this company. I did not know what the hell I was doing. And I've always wanted to have a sustainable give back model that was actually doable. And I have to admit, personally, I don't think I had the know-how to do that until this year, where by this year, I'm now working off of financial projections for the first time ever, all of which, of course, just became obsolete about two months ago. But whatever, we figured them back out and we're back on track. So now what we are doing is at the end of every quarter, we're crunching the numbers and looking at, okay, our profit for that quarter after my employees are paid fully, what is our business's profit margin? And based upon that profit margin, we are donating a portion of our quarterly profits to a cause that directly supports communities of color. And we're going to actually allow you, our listeners, especially those of you in the Courage community on Facebook, we're going to have a quarterly poll. We originally wanted to do this monthly, but closing out the accounts every month is next to impossible. So we're doing it quarterly so we can get our numbers right. We are going to vote collectively as a community to choose a different charity, to choose a different cause, an activist organization, to give a portion of our profits to every single quarter. Bossed Up has benefited from Black culture. So we have to give back. And not just once, we have to give back regularly. So that is how we are, I'm publicly announcing this and I'm putting it in our plan so that it is measurable, so that there's accountability and so that we can make this commitment publicly, but in, a, in an ongoing way. I don't want this to be a flash in the pan. I don't want this to just be a fleeting sticker we all wear proudly. This has to be something more repetitive and scalable. And that's what we are doing to make that happen. We're also actively seeking out foundation partners to see if we can team up essentially with a foundation focusing on empowering women of girls of color to see if we can create a more robust scholarship program so we can serve even more women of color who might not be able to otherwise take part in our programs. And we're seeking out corporate gift matching from our corporate clients. So we're saying to our clients, our big dollar clients who bring us in for a speaking gig or bring me in for some consulting work, Hopefully that will come back soon. But let's say that happens. We're going to ask each and every one of them on a quarterly or yearly basis to match us, to match that contribution that we're making every quarter. And we're hoping that by making it more publicly, we can essentially create community around that giving and make it a thing that not just we as a business take part in, but our, our fellow business owners that we 
team up with in a variety of ways are inspired to join us as well. So we'll be asking that of our partners as well. Well, that feels like a lot, but it's it's long overdue. This is something we've been thinking and talking a lot about at Boss Up for months, if not years. And I'm actually really inspired by the call to action. I feel strongly called to act. And I don't want to act in a way that is fleeting or superficial. I want to really, this has really for me created a priority for us, which is putting our money where our mouth is and to walking the walk, not just talking the talk. The final element of this plan is about you. It is not about us saying, oh, look at our shiny, perfect plan. It's like we're trying to bring humility to this whole process and say, I humbly present to you the plan that I I have started to formulate imperfectly, no doubt, but is out there. And now it's up to you. I need your feedback. What are we missing? What have we not seen? Where can we make more progress happen? How can we be better? And also, white people, what else can you join me in doing here? White business owners, how can you build in regular givebacks into your business model? What is it that we can do? We as a company are reviewing this document together quarterly. It is now a recurring task in our Asana team development project list. The goal for us is not just to say something loud and proud today, but to actually go back to measure, to report back, to engage our community in decision-making when it comes to how we're giving back and who we're giving to. And my hope is that this is Now we have a blueprint to start to follow and then improve upon and learn from as we go. So I would encourage you to head to bossedup.org slash episode 232 and let me know what you think. What can we do better? How can we all be better? And please, for goodness sakes, in a way that is not just for the optics of allyship, because that's not allyship at all, is it? We don't have time for optical allyship. I don't know about you, but I feel a sense of urgency around this. Like how many more black and brown folks have to die needlessly at the hands of white folks or just as a result of systemic oppression before we all get up off our Instagram feeds and actually do something about it. So I want to encourage you to think on that. And I I invite you to think on it with me. And I know the whole team feels this way because we've been meeting about it pretty much nonstop since last week. We humbly come to you as co-creators in what we hope is a more just and actively anti-racist world. So join me in not just being not a racist, but please join me in showing us what your active allyship looks like, what your active anti-racism plan is for your team, for your company, for your organization, we would love to get your feedback and also be inspired by what you're doing. Thank you for listening. I know this was a long one. I know this was a rambly one, but I come to you humbly, imperfectly as a partner, right? As someone who wants to join forces with you in making this world just a little bit better for all of us and especially for black and brown folks because black lives matter. (laughs) 